friends, I'm Stephanie Wessel. Welcome to Messy Talk. Here in this space is where we get messy. Mental, emotional, spiritual, self-reliance work is literally a mess. When you start to wade into the aspects, either one at a time or all at once, life can get and feel very messy. Here, you will find the space to have the conversations about navigating yourself through the mess and into the truth of how strong, capable, and messy you really are. Let's get honest. Let's get real. Let's get messy. messy. We are back. Season two, Messy Talk. Did you miss me as much as I missed you? Because it was a lot. And I had a lot of interesting conversations without you in my head. So I'm so happy to welcome you back so that I could get this work out of my head and out into the airwaves to you and connect on different levels and have conversations that make us grow and think and angry and happy and all of the things that we are capable of being and doing, all wrapped into one little show called Messy Talk. Just to remind you guys here, Messy Talk is about mental, emotional, spiritual self-reliance that you do. And when you do that work, sometimes it feels messy. Your life, your interactions, your communication, everything can just feel a little messy when you're doing the mental, emotional, spiritual self-reliance work that's necessary for us to grow as human beings in this world today. I'm so happy that you guys clicked download and subscribed wherever you listen to your podcasts because I'm back and I'm so happy to be able to talk to you guys this year about things I have coming up. This one's just me. I know, I know, you asked. You just wanted more of me. And I got it for you. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about what I want to be when I grow up, Uh, what I want to do. I had this kind of weird epiphany, this weird conversation with myself the other day. And yeah, I do often have conversations with myself. They often happen in my car. I call them messy meetings, messy minutes, the minutes that we go over all these details about what happened, stuff I don't understand, stuff I'm working through. I like to actually verbalize it outside so it doesn't get stuck. Often I'm my worst critic in my head. So just saying it out loud gives me the opportunity to check in with myself, hear myself say it out loud, gauge my reactions to how it feels when it's actually said and verbalized, and either trash it for being a trash thing to say to yourself and or space to be in, or dig a little deeper. Get curious. Why am I feeling this way? What am I doing? Where are we going? So the biggest thing that I had on the agenda today was this conversation about what do you do? You know, as I'm meeting people now, the question is, what do you do? And I never, ever have a great idea about what that is. A year and a half ago, I was fired from my job. I was a headmistress at a Montessori preschool in Carmel Valley. For those of you who didn't listen to my episode uh, number five in season one with Bobby Cicio, another headmistress of a school, I prefer to be called headmistress just because I think it's really funny. (laughs) And if you can't have fun with your job title, I mean, I was the director of a preschool. 
I literally brought families into this, ran the hiring of the teachers, the curriculum overtures, all of the things that are kind of business related, the budget, the ordering, the parent-teacher conferences, the complaint emails, the parking issues. So I wanted something that was a little less heavy and headmistress makes me feel happy every time I say it because I feel like I'm in an English countryside boarding school ready to go for my writing lessons instead of having to answer my 72nd angry parent email about the fact that we are not serving popcorn anymore on movie days on Fridays because it's a choking hazard. You can't make it up, but whatever. So I haven't really known what to say to that question. Yes, I do this podcast. It's only one facet of what Messy Talk really is. Messy Talk is really going to encompass all of the things hopefully one day I'll do. I'll have individual clients and we'll walk them through. I'm a certified life coach now through your infant life training and coaching company. And I've been doing a lot of work within the last year to get certified for that. And then as a company, we've grown and we've decided that it is one of our main goals to bring in as much equity as we can into the work that we do. So we're undergoing copious amounts of training individually and as a team of leaders to make sure that we are giving the right space for ourselves to be as equitable of a company as we can. And the work is hard and the work is important and it's very, very mindful. And because of that, it feels like there's not a whole lot of other room for me to do anything else at the moment. And that just might be my limitation and something that I'm walking through right now. But I very much feel like the work that I'm doing right now is setting the stage for just full on sprints later. But I'm, I have to build the stamina right now. I have to put in the reps. I have to live the actual life of somebody who wakes up struggling every day to find the motivation to just keep going. The injuries that I went through last year and the recoveries that I've gone through this year are indicative of the actual growing pains of becoming who I am supposed to become. Or I guess I've always been that person, but it's like reintroducing yourself to the person who you said you were going to be. Oh, there you are. Back on track. Here we go. All the things. In addition to getting certified as a life coach through your infinite life training company, I was also certified as a parenting instructor. So I underwent training to run parenting courses and classes through Joy of Parenting with Susie Walton. And together, those things combined, I realized that the reason why I was doing the things I was doing and getting the certifications to do the work is because I needed to remind myself every day that that is who I am. Parenting is so hard. Being a partner in a relationship is so hard. Going to work every day is so hard. Being in the middle of a global pandemic and life is so hard. So I needed to be around people who are in the same headspace, doing the same work, pushing to evolve, pushing to understand, pushing to ask questions, pushing to be curious. So I'm doing that work. But when you go from being somebody who's on the gas pedal all the time and who's really never even had a hard time getting a job, 
you know, I had never been fired before. It was my first time being fired. Um, I took it very personally, even though the entire world was getting fired because it was the end of 2020. And I ran a school that we could now only have one third of the children at. It made sense for the company as a whole to fire me, but I took it very personally when I definitely should not have. It almost took me a year and a half to say that I took it very personally. And that's not a great space to be in. I was not, I was not, I was wishing all kinds of things on the former, my former bosses that uh, are not me just because they had to do what they had to do. And I definitely needed to do what I had to do. I became a homeschool principal. All three of my children, like all the other children in the country, got sent home in the middle of March, I believe the second week of March, with maybe two weeks. We thought it was all going to be two weeks. And from that point, I became the homeschool principal, teacher, tutor, after school activity coordinator, a short order chef, a chauffeur, a laundry lady, a dog walker, a grocery buyer. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the day, you got to still be mom. And then wife to the hubby who comes home. I got super angry about all those things because yes, I had done all those other things as a mom, working mom. It's just they had their buckets, right? We did laundry on Wednesdays and Fridays, and then we folded on the weekends and we did laundry runs or grocery ones here. And everything had its bucket because that's what it needed to be when I was working. But now this work was all the time with four people being at home. We live in Cardiff, California in a smaller house because we live outside. We live at the beach. We live at the parks. We live at the, you know, the sporting events right now. We don't need that much space inside and I'm cool with that. But oh my goodness gracious, it feels very cramped when you are inside. So there was a lot of work that I had to do at that point to realize that like this is important work. You're a stay-at-home mom. And I didn't realize how much judgment that I had for people who didn't work outside of the home that I had to come into contact with that I, I literally judged people who did not work outside of the home because I had been doing both for so long that I felt like I could do it with my eyes closed and have like room to spare. Like I was just going to be loving life. There's a different kind of responsibility when you don't actually get to change your environment. When you only have to take care of your home or when you get to take care of your home, however you want to look at it, it's so hard to change your perspective about that immediate response. I was dying for adult interaction. I was dying for someone to say, you're doing a good job. Guess what? My 10-year-old, my 8-year-old, and my 6-year-old, they're not trying to say that. They're all about you didn't cut the sandwich right. They're all about you bought the wrong color cheese right now. And also like, where's my sock that I put on the dog crate earlier? It just becomes this world where you're living for other people. (laughs) Magnified. I'd always been a mom, right? That's something that's never changed. But I was a 24-7 mom now at this point. And I in my head was failing miserably at it. I wasn't good enough. I didn't have enough patience. I didn't want to do it. I love my children 
to distraction. But I thought at the point, at some points, that they would be better in somebody else's care. Enter the work that I needed to do desperately. (laughs) And also to just reframe my train of thought. Like, I'm not terrible at this. I'm new to this. I'm new to being at home with my kids every day. We're introducing ourselves to each other again. I had dropped them off at school, gone about my workday, let them go to aftercare, picked them up for practices, dropped them off at practices. And I had a relationship with the coaches and the aftercare teachers and the people who were helping raise my children. It's a lovely environment. It's a great thing. But now all of it had changed. So how am I going to change with it? Do the work. So I'm in the courses. I go back to school. I buckle down. It's the scariest thing when you realize that you're, I said it earlier in season one, that the work is the work, that it never actually gets easier. It changes and you change with it. It's the best opportunity to do an evaluation of what you want to do. So I get certified as a life coach because I want to live life like that. I want to remind myself that I have choices. That how I react is not indicative of who I am. It just makes me need to pay attention to what's going on. Back it up. Start feeling yourself a little bit more. Dig a little deeper. Be the person you you say you want to be. That includes having the hard conversations with yourself. You had a lot of judgment around people who you think didn't work. Look at yourself now, exhausted by the end of the day because you're doing so much every day for so little. I wanted the pat on the back. I needed it or I thought I needed it until I realized that if you don't love on yourself, no one else will love on you either. I'm showing my children what an actual pivot in life looks like. Well, when I can pivot on both feet equally at the same time. I'm there. I'm there. Just, you know, got to work on that quad set for a little bit, a little bit of squats, a little bit of stamina. But it is. It's like muscle memory. I'm new to this. I have to cut myself a break. I'm not a perfectionist anymore. We're going for where we are right now. And we're going to live in it. We're going to support it. And we're going to do the best that we can every single day. So when people ask me what I do, I tell them I'm a life coach. I'm also a parenting coach. I'm developing a curriculum for parents to help them through these stages, through these changing stages with the questions they might have, with the comments they might have. I want to build a village of people that are supportive of each other who have the same kind of philosophies about just living life and trying your best and putting yourself around people who are doing the same thing. I want to be authentic with every interaction that I make from now on. I didn't have time to have the conversations with people. And isn't that funny how we always say that? We don't have the time. We don't have the time. I guess it's just we don't have the priority for that right now is basically what you're saying. There's other things that I am prioritizing over that. And that's okay. That's necessary. Obviously, look at the workload that we all have in a daily basis. It's necessary to pick and choose where we put our priorities. I just needed to put myself in that list of priorities. And and part of it was getting the certifications and doing the work. So now I'm a parenting coach. Now I'm a life coach. What does that mean? 
I'm going to start opening up office hours. I'm going to start getting workbooks. I'm going to start doing breath work. So I'm going to start doing all these things when I start. It's the same kind of feeling that I had before I pressed record on that first episode. Scared shitless. Why would anybody want to listen to me? Look at me. I'm a hot mess express half of the time, right? Wrong. That's exactly why people are going to listen to me. Because I come to this stage and I come to this place and I say, look at that. And she's doing the damn thing. And it's okay. And I will find my people. I read something that half of you know, when you're an entrepreneur, your small business work, your people will not necessarily be the people that you interact with every day. They hear you every day. My family and friends hear me every day. So they might not be the people that are listening and subscribing to Messy Talk, but I hope that they're sharing me with people who will, because I do have a lot of good things to say, and I'm not scared to say it for the first time. I want to be for somebody who is struggling to figure out their next step. I want to be kind of the person who gives them the nudge to say it's okay. And I'll walk with you because you're great. You you can do it. I'm not going to do the work for you, but I'll hold space for you to be the person that you want to be. And there's going to be times when you have a fully human life where you fall back, you fall down, you go sideways, you shift, you completely pivot. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do in a full life. It's not, I am going to be a college athlete and all game all. Well, I was. And then what next? I'm going to get married and then have kids and a family. Well, I did. And what next? I need to stop thinking about these goals and this being the end all. That's when I'm going to be happy. That right there, when I achieve that, when I become the VP of my president, when I become, you know, the highest, the Kylie Jenners of the cosmetics world, you know, billionaire. That's going to make me happy. I sure hope that that works for you. But at the end of the day, what makes me happy is genuinely connecting with people, living as authentically as I can, and remembering that what I do for a living is mental health work, my own, and hopefully anybody that comes along with me. You know, the Messy Talk tribes and the Messy Talk families and the messy talk villages and the messy talk people that I'm going to come interact with. Those are my people. Anytime you listen to one of my podcasts, you're listening to a little piece of my heart, a little piece of who I am. But I'm also going to be into the classrooms. I hope you come and I hope you support. You know, I think about that all the time as I have a moment as a parent that's not great. Why would anybody want to come talk or listen to you talk about how to find the joy in parenting. When a lot of the times you go to bed thinking you are the worst parent alive. <laughs> because you wake up every morning remembering that you set out to find the joy in parenting. To remember that these years are very short. The days are very long. The years that I have my children here with me, I want to show them a person who's not afraid to ever stop trying to be the best version of myself for them and for everybody that I come in contact with. Because it allows space for them to see that they can be vulnerable, messy, authentic, all of the things, and it will be okay. It's important work. So what do you do? And I mean, it could be I'm an accountant. I'm a school teacher. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm 
whatever you want to be. I just kind of want to challenge everybody out there to start thinking it a a little deeper, you know, because what we do is so much more important than where we go every day. Because you can bring who you are to what you do. And that's what makes it special. The you, the mental, emotional, spiritual self-reliance is only messy when you add you. And that's so perfect because there's not another one like you. There's not another one like me. So why wouldn't I take this opportunity to say, it's scary, it's so scary to sit here and talk into a microphone and not have an audience on the other side and to not hear and to not know actually who knows or who listens or who's what, but to say that I am doing the damn thing because of me, because this is the work that I want to do. This is the interactions that I want to have. This is who I want to be. So I work in mental health. I'm a life coach. I do a podcast and I'm a parenting coach. It's nice to meet you. Welcome back to Messy Talk. It's my safe space. It's my heart. It's my happy place. And I'm so happy that you decided to come back and listen to season two. We're going to have a lot of great adventures. We're going to have a lot of things to do. I'm going to get busy on creating curriculum because that's what I do for both parenting classes and for you if you just want to meet individually with me. There's a lot of fun things that I've learned along the way that have worked for me. And hopefully through this work, we realize that together it's not going to look like my work. Your work is not going to be anybody's work. It's yours. But together we can navigate so it doesn't feel as messy, right? Because we're putting in the work. We know that the good, the bad, the ugly is all us. And once we shine a light on all of it, We accept other people for their shortcomings or stuff that we consider shortcomings because we know we're all just tuned in to what matters the most and is how we react or interact with everybody around us on a daily basis. It's never been more important than to authentically connect with people and to hear people's stories and to genuinely set aside anything that you thought you knew and learn different. Not better, not worse, but different. Because that's the only way that we can expand who we are and what we, quote, want to do when we grow up. I'm here for it, you guys. I'm here for all of it. And also for your questions. I'd love to hear them. I missed you. Missed you, missed you, want to kiss you. But no, like it's, we're still in the middle of the, you know, you might, I'm a hugger and it's been very hard, you guys. I'm a hugger. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to just virtually give you guys all a hug right now and welcome you back to my space. Let's do the work together. I love you. Bye. Mental, emotional, spiritual self-reliance work is messy and ongoing. I appreciate you showing up and trusting in yourself enough to know that you were made for this. If you'd like to learn more about Messy Talk, you can find me on Instagram at messy underscore talks or you can find me at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com under coaches. I'm Stephanie Wessel. Thank you for being messy. See you again next time on Messy Talk.